Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Robert Yules. Robert is a real estate agent and speaker. Welcome to the show, Robert. Thank you so much, Gigi. It was a pleasure meeting you several months ago and now getting the, the opportunity to speak with you. Likewise, it's such an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where you are from? Okay, I was born and raised in St. Petersburg, Florida, went to Northeast High School, graduated in 1982, and then off to college, to Bible College. At the time, it was called Columbia Bible College in Columbia, South Carolina, and now it's Columbia International University. And, it, and then from there to seminary for a master's degree, and then I pastored a church for 10 years in Dallas, Texas, and then moved back to Florida to be closer to mom as she aged, so I could be uh, part of the process of taking care of her. And that's what I've been trying to do ever since. We are also a gold star family, having lost my nephew in Iraq in uh, uh, September 7th, 2010. Obviously a day that uh, shook our world and it still does even to today. So um, I'm involved in a gold star charity called Tribute to the Troops. We're in five different states. And uh, that's a little bit about me. Absolutely amazing. And now tell us more about what inspired you to obtain your real estate license. Well, when I moved back, I needed a job quickly. And to get a pastoral job, that takes a lot of time, sometimes 18 months. And so I needed a job. So I got involved in the vacation industry in Orlando, and it required a real estate license to sell vacation ownership. And so I began doing that, did it for several years, also volunteering in the church. And now um, we have started a church here in Pinellas County. It is called Suncoast Liberty Fellowship. We're on Facebook um, and you can also get updates. Uh, my name, Robert Ewells, U-H-L-S. So we recently started a church in November because we saw the direction of our country, got concerned and a bunch of us started praying for our country and it has become a Bible study. And then it has become a small church and we meet at a coffee shop in Largo, Florida called Conservative Grounds. And we have a, a great group and meet outside in the parking lot. So that, that's what we do. And it's a lot of fun too. I've been addressing the issues of our nation such as CRT and other important things uh, from a biblical perspective. And uh, we do that every Sunday at 5 p.m. at Conservative Grounds in Largo, Florida. I love it. Tell us a little bit more about your experience working in the hospitality industry. Okay, well, I worked for um, Wyndham, which was Fairfield Communities at the time. I worked for Wyndham and then a little bit for Hilton and for some other developers. And most recently for Blue Green at the Tradewinds Resort on St. Pete Beach. And I was a speaker for them. So um, we did a 90 minute presentation and then the uh, tourists who were listening to our, 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 our um, uh, session that we had to explain the, uh, the ownership opportunities would then go with a salesperson and then uh, purchase or not purchase. We didn't pressure people. We didn't do business like that. I wouldn't do business like that. But the beach is so beautiful at the Tradewinds. You probably know that. It's absolutely gorgeous and the views are gorgeous. And so it wasn't that difficult to sell until COVID hit. And when COVID-19 hit, I lost my job March uh, 21st last year. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now, what action steps would you tell someone else who lost their job during COVID that they too can overcome? Do something, do something. If you don't do something, 
you're going to fall into a pit of despair. A lot of us, especially men, we find our identity in our occupation. It adds value, it adds worth. It's the same for women. Um, and when we lose an opportunity, whether it comes out of the blue or we know that it's happening, we can sink into despair, to depression. I, su I suffered with depression myself, wondering what am I going to do at 56 years of age? I was making phenomenal money and, um, and then I was making no money. And uh, you know, at my age building retirement, it got pretty, pretty desolate. I mean, as far as just, just depressing. And in August of this last year, I was uh, here in my home and uh, the Lord spoke to my soul and spirit. Um, I'm obviously a Christian pastor. He spoke to my soul and spirit and he said, I want you to hold a prayer rally for the election and uh, for, for Donald Trump to be reelected and for uh, the direction of our nation because that's when the riots were so fierce in the Northwest, in Seattle and Portland. And, I, and it was almost as though I had heard God's actual voice. I didn't, but it was that clear. We held a rally in November 2nd, November 1st, let's see, November 1st, and uh, we had almost 700 people attend that rally. And before I, I listened to my soul about what God would have me to do in the moment, before that, I could never have imagined that he would have me be a part of a prayer rally and lead it and have 700 people in attendance that want to pray for our nation. And uh, so I would say to people out there, listen to your soul, spirit, pray to God. Um, if you're not a Christian, you don't have spiritual direction, give your life to him and say, Lord, I'm open. Take me, use me, show me what I am to do. And then and then listen to your spirit and uh, and and do, the, do, do what he instructs you to do. I love it. Now, tell us more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. Oh, that's a that is a great question. And it still exists. And it would be um, a dependency on, I, I guess you would say, a, a, a challenge with alcohol. I was in a very serious car accident almost 20 years ago. And that that's when Oxycontin was very brand new. Nobody knew its power or strength. Nobody really thought it was addictive. And so I was automatically prescribed Oxycontin for quite a while. And uh, my accident was in 2002, and by 2008, I began to realize that if I don't stop this pain medication and the addiction to it, I will be doing this for the rest of my life. And I thought to myself, I don't want to do that. So I checked myself into a rehab center in Orlando, Florida, and, um, and got uh, all of that out of my system. And um, <clears throat> then a couple, two to three years later, uh, through drinking, I began to realize that, um, that there was a different way to get high, so to speak. And um, uh, I began drinking too much and um, it's been a problem. It's still a challenge to this day. Um, and so if, if I had to say the major challenge of my life would be fighting the temptation of alcohol two to three times a week, to, usually around 4 p.m. in the afternoon to seven o'clock at night. After that, I have no desire whatsoever. I wake up in the morning, have no desire whatsoever, but when four or five o'clock in the afternoon hits on certain days, um, the desire is there and I have to tell myself no. And for anybody that might be listening that struggles with alcohol, one of the tools that I use is I tell myself no and I go home and I never buy, I try to never buy alcohol on the spur of the moment. I go home and I tell myself, if I need to buy alcohol tonight, 
the liquor store is open till 9 p.m. and I can go back. And then I end up usually doing something at my home and 7 o'clock or 7.30 hits and I have zero desire for alcohol whatsoever. But mainly as a steward of God that God has given me this body and he's ordered me to take care of this body, that the scriptures tell us that this body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. I'm to keep it clean and to keep it sober and to walk circumspectly as the Apostle Paul says. So even as a pastor, I, I, I'm challenged with addiction and, uh, and that just happens to be the avenue of addiction that attacks me the most. Very inspiring. Thank you for sharing that with us, Robert. Now, what Thank is your you. best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Um, I would say, first of all, um, I'm obviously a pastor, so I'm going to be uh, straight and truthful and honest about it. And that is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's to know that he died on the cross for your sins. A lot of people will tell me, well, I, you, Robert, you don't know what I've done. I've done some really bad things, and, and it, I just don't think that forgiveness is available to me. And I want to remind everybody that there were two thieves that were crucified with Jesus Christ. One ridiculed Jesus Christ and said, if you're king, a king, king of kings and lord of lords, basically, you can get us down from this cross. Why don't you do it? And the other thief said, look, he's innocent and we're guilty. And then he looked at Jesus and, uh, and they had a conversation. And, uh, uh, and, and Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. So that other thief on the cross got saved. Salvation came to him in a three-minute conversation with Jesus Christ. And so I would tell anybody, uh, give your soul to the Lord Jesus Christ Pray a simple prayer that says, Lord, I want direction in my life. I want you in my life. I want you to control my life, be Lord of my life, and forgive me of my sins, and I receive you as my Savior, and show me how to follow you, and then get into a biblical church and study the Word of God, and you will have so much peace in your life because I've tried different things in this world. I've tried uh, the party scene. I've already, I've already uh, admitted to problems with alcohol. I've been out there. I've done it. And at the end of the day, you wake up empty, empty in your soul, and you have to do it again. And with Jesus Christ in control, you have joy. You have, an, you have a founded joy that's deep in your soul because you know your sins are forgiven. You know when you die, whatever time that might be, you're going to be in heaven forever. That's the gift of eternal life that John 3.16 promises us. And you're able to live with a joy that rises above the craziness that's in our country and in our world right now. And even the craziness of CRT and some other things, transgendering uh, conversations about transgendering three-year-olds, crazy. It's crazy. Let's just call it what it is. It's crazy and it's evil. And it, it affects the soul in an amazing way. And we have to rise above that and know that our salvation is in Jesus Christ. God is sovereign. He is on his throne. He, he still prevails, and we have his providence to meet our needs every single day and pray for the direction of our nation because it's not good at this time. Amen. Now, Robert, where can the audience find you? Uh, best place to find me is just on Facebook. I'm on Facebook because it's still the, it's still the, still the king on the corner, so to speak, at Robert Ewells. It's just simply R-O-B-E-R-T-U-H-L-S, and I would love to hear from anybody. Um, and uh, hear your opinions of this conversation today, anything you're struggling with. If you'd like to speak with me personally, I'll give you my phone number and you can call me. I'd be glad to, 
to reach out to you or vice versa. But you can find me on Facebook. And also our church is on Facebook, Suncoast Liberty Fellowship. And again, that's just three words, Suncoast Liberty Fellowship. So that's where you can find me. Absolutely amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Robert Yules again on his Facebook. That's R-O-B-E-R-T, last name U-H-L-S. And Robert, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. Thank you, Gigi. Also, 